The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is $80 and some pain meds. Uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, a fine little episode, I think. Uh, we have some uh, special guests joining us this time. Uh, we'll introduce them coming up here in a moment. And as always, we thank you for uh, listening to uh, this podcast, this free podcast. Uh, and it will continue to be free. Uh, our uh, Patreon stuff is just a little extra if you can't get enough of the show. Uh, a little bit extra a month. It's not much. It's three fifty. That's all. Uh, that's all we ask. And we we constantly are putting new stuff on our Patreon accounts, uh, videos, and, and and ramblings and ravings and recordings and uh, all kinds of great stuff on there. Like I said, it's very inexpensive. Patreon.com/slash Geek Show Podcast. Got to go. Got to go the whole Geek Show Podcast. Otherwise, you go someplace bad. Uh, but uh, yes, this podcast is free, and we thank you for listening each and every week. We appreciate it, and we especially appreciate the uh, sponsors who keep it going. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course. Uh, your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of over uh, $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And, of course, Haster Games, 6831 South State Street, locally owned and operated. Big announcement, Games Workshop's 9th edition Warhammer 40K Indomitus is coming out July 25th. Uh, don't miss your chance to get your hands on a uh, limited Katachan Colonel. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm not very good at this. Uh, when you pre-order and pick up your copy of Indomitus... Uh, you'll be entered to win one of these uh, hard-to-find miniatures. The latest Magic the Gathering called Jumpstart hit the shelves July 17th. Great new board game release, uh, Sonora and Munchkin Tales. At Haster Games, 6831 South State. Uh, go down and say hi to them. Or uh, go to their website, uh, hastergames.com, and you can pick up via curbside. I'll talk about that later in the show. All right, so, so here is your program. The name of the episode is $80 and some pain meds. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our respective basements and bunkers. Hi. Hello. Hi. How is everyone? <laughs> yes. Spidey. Spidey is here. <laughs> and, then, and then it made and, my dog bark. And your dog. Now. Yeah. <laughs> bark, 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 bark. Hey, bark. Oh, no, this is going to be a loop. Is, is this a Kevin Smith podcast? Is it? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is this what happened on Kevin Smith's podcast? Uh, it used to. It doesn't. Not so much anymore. Bork, when, bork. He, when he got started, his his dog would always break in, and he'd he'd lean back and go, "Mulder, stop it!" And I'm like, "Why don't you just have the dog in another part of your, I'm sure, palatial mansion? Why don't you, you know, have someone just shut the door? Yeah, exactly. He's got this. Uh, Kevin Smith's got this funny little like TV series thing going on on uh, TikTok. On TikTok, and, yeah, and it's uh, it's all about him being quarantined with Harley, her shitty boyfriend, and his wife, and uh, their grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Oh, no. and it's it's really and and Jay shows up, you know, every once in a while because you know quarantine. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right. Uh, well, uh, speaking of Jay, he and Tony are. On assignment this week. Together. 
together. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I love it when, uh, when when I'd watch the news and the regular host isn't there and he says, so-and-so is on assignment. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to start using that. He's That's, on assignment. That's great. All I right. love it. Uh, but uh, joining us, uh, Lee George Cade, everybody. Hi, Lee. Hi. Hi. Everything's great. I love the state of the world right now. That's all I have to say. Prozac. Woohoo! <laughs> all right. As long as you're taking your pills, I'm I'm here for that. Uh, Rebecca Frost is here. Hi. Yeah, Prozac. Me too. Or it's generic fluoxetine. Fluoxetine. Yeah, dog. That's what I got. Okay, let me write that down. <laughs> fluoxetine. Not to be confused with fluoxetine. That's a uh, K-pop pop and lock band. Fluoxetine. Is Not that what to it... also be confused with the team of really sick buffalo. Oh, Jesus. No, 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 no. Ooh. No. no, Jay's not no. here. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm I'm sorry. You're you're being punished for that one. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you're you're gonna be fined. We're we're taking. Uh, Let's get that take... one's going. That one's going no. on your permanent record. Yeah, no! we're taking. Uh, we're taking. Uh, we're taking twenty dollars. Twenty dollars for that one. That's what that $20? one cost you. Did you watch? Pet, did you watch Gary Busey Pet Judge? No, not yet. That's how he rules. Is you owe me fifty dollars? <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is this goes into a, a pot, uh, and and we'll all split it up afterward. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, hi, Rebecca. Rebecca's here. Hey. And, Ten points uh, for Rebecca. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Ten points for Rebecca. We're using a different uh, uh, video conferencing service, and this yes. one has a banner. Follow Rebecca on her Twitters because she's hilarious. Oh, thanks. At Joss Whelan. Almost mm -hmm. as good as that joke. <laughs> oh, it, it's funny. They're, they're better on Twitter and they're free. I, you right. know, so. Oh, they oh, just hey. let anybody, they just let anybody on that website. Hey, I, I, know, I, know, right? I know you guys were getting ready to intro the next person, but I've been doing a lot of video lately. And guess what I figured out? What's that? What I'm going to look like in 30 years. You ready? Oh, no. That's um, the same. Of, oh, the These same. are the same photo. Oh, yeah. yeah don't my, te my, my teeth look like dentures. I can't tell. Your picture is so tiny because <laughs> you're on my phone. Oh. And this is fabulous for our podcast format. Yes, it is. Uh, Shannon Barnes and everyone. Hello. Fuck. Oh. Ah. How's it going? <laughs> Been quite a week. Fluoxetine. Uh, had, a, had a work meeting, you know. Uh, we spent the first uh, 20, 25 minutes talking about the cheapest way to uh, make a will. Ooh. Did you guys meet in person or was it too unsafe to meet in person? Uh, no, of course we're not meeting in person until we're forced to. Cool, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then let's see, what else happened this week? Uh, a, a, a moose. Moose, the bad dog that you just heard barking. Yeah. Uh, pe he peed on me. Cool. Straight on up you. peed on me. Oh, he peed in my place last night. And then he peed on his shoes last night. Yeah. Well, it looks like he that has dog. A... The dog is lucky he's cute. That's all I got to say. He owns a person and a new pair of shoes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to have to... He's having mental to... He's having mental issues because I bought an electric fly swatter to kill flies <laughs> at Jen's Those house. Those are fun. They are so fun, but it scares the shit out of him. So I think that's why he peed on me. 
It's well, okay. I'm sorry. My cat, my cat shit on our bed because his food is in the bathroom where we do all of our showering. And uh, he got locked out. Or his litter box, too. And he got locked out and he had to take a shit. So he shit on our bed on my fiance's <laughs> side because it was him taking up the, the bathroom. Uh, we're, we're going to have to find your dog and your cat $20. Okay. Oh, man. All right. So we're up to $60 he doesn't now. doesn't have a job. Well, he'll have to find a way to pay for this. Uh, but uh, while uh, Tony and Jay are on assignment this week, uh, we're joined by our special guests, returning champions, Egg Foo, everyone. Hello, Egg. Hey, it's good to be back. My dog is very well behaved. Yes. I don't think that's no. the no, case. It's a, no, it's not. He's got different <laughs> issues. He's, yeah, a sexual, he, he, he's a sexual deviant. He really he's recovering. He's recovering <laughs> from butt surgery too. So, oh, what, oh butt uh, surgery. Oh. What was up with his butt? We had an anal gland removed. Ooh. Oh, just full on removed, huh? Yeah, it was getting infected like every month. So, Ugh. for the past six months, so it's finally gone. <laughs> well, they should just remove those when they're born. You know, right? But here's the here's the issue. There's a lot of nerves there. You yeah. need those glands. Oh, there's a lot of nerves there that control the sphincter. So it's possible oh. he could lose control thankfully oh. that didn't happen oh yeah okay we're yeah. gonna have to find spidey twenty dollars i think no he's yeah. doing good now no we're finding him six <laughs> so we're up to eighty dollars now all he right lo and, he uh, loves his pain meds <laughs> <laughs> all right he can pay in pain meds all right yeah. instead of all right instead of eighty dollars it's sixty dollars plus some pain meds all right. Cadillac Greg is here. Uh, 3PO Cadillac Greg has joined us. Hi there, Greg. <sighs> okay, Greg. Oh, uh, oh, did, it is a podcast, though. Did we lose his microphone? Do we lose him again? No, I don't, I don't think so. Greg well, he's, can't hear he's, us. He's not speaking. He can't hear us. Something oh, happened. No. All right. Well, we got to proceed without him then. Uh, we'll leave it up to him to find his way back. Uh, I, I think oh, I'm here. Maybe. Oh, there, there he is. is. There he is. Hey. <laughs> no. Hello. So I'm Greg, and yeah, and so my antidepressant of choice is sertraline, and oh, uh, okay. clean feed is going to make me uh, double my dose by the end of the hour. I think so, because your mic specs are back to where they were at the beginning. Oh, uh, for some sorry. reason, this does not like you. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, take it take it back to the settings that we had before, and maybe it'll it's, make some sense. It's because Tony's on assignment, and he's on assignment. The technology gods have decided to take this opportunity to make everything difficult. All right, then no, we're going to have presented to you an opportunity. Yes. Well, we're going to have to find Tony twenty dollars, so we're up to eighty dollars and some pain meds. All right, Carrie, wow. I'm going to find you twenty dollars for finding people twenty dollars all the time. You watch it, young lady. I'm the one who's handing out the fines. <laughs> who watches the... Who finds the fine man? <laughs> Howard Feynman, that's who. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, also, our host yeah. who needs no fining. That's right. Carrie Jackson. Hi, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. You know, only, All right. only anybody You're back who to lives. just 10? What's that? You're back to just 10? Uh, yeah, so, uh, 6 to 10. We, we stopped okay. doing the 211 because, uh, well, frankly, I hated every moment of it. So, 
frankly, I hated every moment of it. I just, I don't know why that extra hour, it was just like adding another, you know, 50 pound weight on my back. Uh, I got I know, I know it looks like I'm just sitting here in my basement talking, but uh, it's no. It's still a lot of work. It is. Is that a singles ward poster behind you? Yes, because I was in that movie. Oh, that's right. Man, See, I loved that movie. No, it was terrible. Uh, X96. Yeah, I know. It was good. See, the radio station, we do live telefeed every day, and I promised to have a new poster behind me every day while we were at home. And so I, I ran out of good ones, <laughs> and I found this one uh, because this that's what I got paid to be in the movie. That That's how I, yeah. You got uh, paid that poster? That poster. Well, actually, I got $100. Uh, I insisted. Oh, wow. Because nice. they weren't going to pay us at all. And and I said, well, I, I can't do that for free. And they said, how about we give you $100? I went, okay. I just show up and say some lines, right? Well, you don't have any lines. Well, then why am I doing this at all? Well, here's the script. Here's the script. Write some lines. Okay. All right. I wrote some lines, and I did some lines. <laughs> And I was there all goddamn day. I'll never be in a movie again because of this. Oh, anyway. Well, and the person you had to be in it with. But, well, then there, was, then there was that. But. All right, let's get things going here. Uh, here's a, a headline from uh, 1980. Oh, timely. The, em the Empire Strikes Back tops the box office. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's a headline from now. The Empire Strikes Back tops the box office. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a week or so ago. Uh, Empire Strikes Back took in an estimated $175,000 across 483 locations last week, expected to take in by uh, 500000 total uh, by the end of this week. Wow, uh, we're back to 1947 box office if you're making $175,000. I know, right? Uh, but uh, it was it was the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back in May, and so movie theaters, since they don't have new stuff, have been showing old stuff. So uh, Ghostbusters, Jaws, Jurassic Park. Wow. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Black Park Panther. a few yeah. weeks ago. Who yeah. who would go to a movie theater? Drive-ins. For, yeah. Drive-ins. It's drive-ins oh, mostly. Oh, okay, drive-ins. Okay, gotcha. But I uh, all, all suit of them. But Sue talked to a guy who was a friend of hers who says, I never saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. And I got to watch it in a theater by myself. He said, no one was there. <laughs> so he got to watch it on the big screen by himself. That's wow. cool. But anyway, so there you go. Headlines from 1980. As timely as they are today. Thank you. Welcome to the news of yesterday. <laughs> well, I know anybody who wants to get Carrie's ass in a seat, just put 1941 in a theater. Oh, There's one ticket sold. It's, it's an embarrassing uh, embarrassing thing that I love that movie. All right. Um, speaking of Star Wars, this was some good Star news Wars. this week. Yeah, Star. Have you heard of Star Wars, Egg? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Uh, so the Bad Batch. Did you hear about this, Lee? Yeah. Yeah. The Bad Batch. Um, this was a, this. These guys were in what? Three episodes, maybe this season. Yeah, it was the first three episodes of the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, last season the, of Clone uh, Wars. And they kind of talked about the Bad Batch in 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 some previous episodes, like a few seasons back. They're the 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 clones that didn't work quite right, but these guys all have like weird powers. So one of them super strong, kind of like. I wouldn't say Hulk strong, but really strong. Mm -hmm. And then they've got like a super genius hacker guy. Uh, fans are evenly mixed on it. They're fun. Mm. They're fun. 
Uh, well, uh, I guess the fans spoke out enough that uh, that we're going to get a Bad Batch spinoff for Disney+. Plus. Uh, Lucasfilm has announced it. Uh, Dave Filoni will be one of the several executive producers on the show, uh, of course. Uh, Brad Ray acting as supervising director. Um, it's the same old Lucasfilm people. Uh, the Bad Batch themselves, a group of clone troopers who developed mutated defects during the cloning process on Kamino, but found themselves developing enhanced abilities because of the mutation. Instead of discarding the clones or leaving them as support staff, they were pulled together into a special ops group, Clone Force 99, tasked pulling off daring impossible missions. Uh, so there you go. Since their aberrations, uh, did one of them accidentally have the ability to hit what he shoots at? <laughs> yes, very well. <laughs> Clones yeah, are always good shots. Every time. Every time. Uh, every time I hear that title, The Bad Batch, it makes me laugh because on uh, Letterkenny, they called uh, jerking off uh, mixing up a batch. A bad batch. Bad batch. Uh, the new show will take place in a, a post-Clone Wars era as they oh, will shit. take on as they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So they might have survived the whole Order sixty six thing. Well, that's uh, what I was wondering. Without going rogue, you know that timeline really hasn't been explored much. The yeah. that that dark period between episodes three and four, uh, Rebels was right in the middle of it, but. So I could be real interesting. I'm kind of wondering if because they're a bad batch, they weren't chipped. It's possible. It's could possible. Be. Or they could were defective. Be. Yeah, oh. I thought that they got killed, but apparently they didn't. So Shannon, um, I'm, I'm deviating back to Letterkenny really quick. Uh, I was yeah. going around Liberty Park the other night, and three hockey boys came by on their roller skates. <laughs> and <laughs> No, it was amazing, though, because at first Rachel was like, oh, my God, those guys are Letterkenny fans. And then after I heard them talking for a few minutes, I realized, no, they were the genuine article. It was oh, really? it was fucking <laughs> hockey bros on rollerblades at Liberty Park. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally skip that one, boys. Oh, boys. Yeah, boys. Come on back to me, boys. And I just couldn't handle it. I, I just could not handle it. And so Rachel yelled, give your balls a tug. And they just laughed and wrote, skated away. So <laughs> give your like, balls fuck a you, Shorzy. Yeah. <laughs> Give balls a tuck, you tit-fuckers. <laughs> so it's amazing. I, I didn't know that uh, Hockey Boys in the Wild was actually ever going to be a thing I saw in Salt Lake City, but there they, <laughs> there they were. Yeah, right in their douche boots. Well, I mean, like, you know, all the all the uh, wildlife's coming back because, right. you know. Ah, there you go. Well, yeah, Earth we have less, less emissions in the air. Um, we've got less activity. Out. So, yeah, wildlife is able to flourish and come back to their original mating grounds. Who knows? Maybe I'll grow my mutton chops back. Anyway, um, I, I never had mutton chops. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. We also got uh, this news. Uh, you know, again, once they start making shows, we're in for a good time. Uh, they've have started. You, go have huh? you looked Someday. at? Have you looked at rentals for new release lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy shit! It's like seriously. If there's a movie that Dave Batista's headlining, it's new for rent. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's nothing there. Uh, well, I, think, uh, yeah. I think Annabelle Seven is is up. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they've got plans for all kinds of great shows once they start making them again. Uh, <laughs> we've we've got uh, the casting for KDC okay, fans. I need your help. Atom Smasher. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a You're guy. You excited about this? Atom Smasher. Sure. 
We already have that. It's the Hadron Collider, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's just collider. like a really he's just like a really tough guy. That's all he is. Is he's that all he is? He's like a really tough guy. He yeah. has been cast in the Black Adam movie Noah Centineo. Uh, he is the star of uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, in case you were wondering. Uh, such a good movie. Is it now? It's uh, cute. It's so cute. Hey, you know, you know what DC characters they had on uh, Doom Patrol this week? Who's that? Who? The Challengers of the Unknown. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. For real? They, they came back from space. Uh, they, they'd been out in space for 60 years, and they came back, and two of them were talking just like, oh, get back here, you smooth little pip. <laughs> <laughs> and they were dressed in those. I saw the photos. In uh, their the, orange spacesuits. from the Orange comics. retro oh, spacesuits. Oh, that oh, that's awesome. I got to start watching that show. Oh, it's, Shannon, you're just going to weep openly yep. every episode, but not for <laughs> the reason why you're weeping openly all the time now. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the difference? That'll be uh, happy weeping. Let's see now. While the storyline is being kept in the dark, Black Adam focuses on the uh, DC character that originally was created as an arch nemesis for Shazam for Captain Marvel. Uh, in modern times, the character has evolved to become uh, an anti-hero. Now, this uh, Adam Smasher, um, let's see. Uh, Adam He's a member of the JSA. Yes. Uh, he will play Adam Smasher, a character who can control his molecular structure and is able to manipulate his size and strength. Yeah. Oh, he was, he was on an episode of The Flash, it says yeah. here. The, the character was. I don't remember I don't, that. I don't remember that either. I don't think they ever called him Adam Smasher, so that kind of screwed things up. Well, all I know is, is that I used to work with a DJ named Adam Smasher. Well, he's got like he's got like the blue mask, and then he's got a red kind of like a... a a bro tank top with that Adam symbol mm -hmm. on it. So yeah, he, he was on the the Justice League cartoon a bit too. Oh, okay. And you know, then, it's funny. I, yeah. th this week, uh, I was like, I got I got to find something new for Jackson to watch, right? Because he watches yeah. Cars every day. <laughs> and I'm like, let's get on D uh, DC Universe and let's watch uh, the Brave and the Bold. Do you remember that Batman yeah. cartoon? And I remember it being really kitty. But it's not so much. It's still pretty kitty. But like they killed the Doom Patrol, right? And uh, all like all these people get killed and shit. And there's some pretty dark shit. Like the Spectre turns Ratcatcher into cheese and then re releases his rats to eat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like wow. This was is that dark? Was that Diedrich Bader doing Batman? Who did the voice? Yeah, it was yeah. Diedrich Bader. Yeah. yeah, and Brave and the Bold. That was him. Yeah. That was his gig. And on Harley it Harley Quinn too. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, and he's a he's a good person to have there because if you need Batman that can do humor, he is perfect for that. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got some more news coming up. Stand by for all of that after these messages. These messages. We'll be right back. back. Ooh, back. Feeling cooped up at home? Are you not entertained? For the best selection of board games, magic, Dungeons and Dragons, figurine painting sets, puzzles, and more, Haster has it. Our friends at Haster Games are staying open and offering curbside service. Or you can also go into the store. While you're spending more time at home, Haster has hundreds of great family games, two-player games, and solo games in stock. Now with curbside service, you can go to hastergames.com to shop and buy your games, and then just call them when you get to the store and someone will bring it out to your vehicle safe and convenient. 
Podcaster has open board gaming all the time, so you can demo any one of the games from their 300 games library before you buy. Haster Games is locally owned and operated. They're located at 6831 South States. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster Games, we're all in this together. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Ooh, the power of the sneeze I just restrained. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously, watch her suppress stressful. that. The, the hair at the side of her head just billowed out. I was going to uh, say, blow the back of your head off. popped out of my face. <laughs> it was a bit much. Oh, all right. Uh, we got, uh, you know, again, once they start making stuff, I'm very happy. Uh, as soon as we can get back to the studios and making movies and TV shows. Uh, uh, oh, which might be never. It's, which might, I think it's, it's funny watching doing... them just slowly dole things out, right? It's like, yeah. You know there's movies that they have ready to go, and they're just like, but what if we can never come back? We have to save Wonder Woman 1984 for uh, yeah. mm-hmm. 2022, because it'll be the only movie. Well, well I wondered a couple that, of things. Ed- First of all, oh, sorry. Uh, the, I, I wonder if, like, if the writers are getting extra time with scripts. You would think that they would. I mean, hopefully they would. So maybe the story quality will, will even improve. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. But now um, if, they're day, if they're day drinking. <laughs> All the shows will be about day drinking coming up. <laughs> the, ghost, um, the ghost of Charles Bukowski is just walking around going, I missed my chance. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a whole generation of children that were educated at home by day drinkers. Yes. Nice. <laughs> But this really is an opportunity for animation. I'm really surprised that they haven't just gone, you know what, really, seriously, animation is perfect for a, a, a world of pandemic. Now, there's so. there's a there's a lot more animation projects that sure. are uh, starting up because of this. Uh, they've discovered, hey, we can do that. Well, did uh, you th- read that thing about mannequins, Carrie? Do you no. have that in your news? Uh, Riverdale is already producing their next season by doing socially uh, socially quarantined shots. So if there's a scene between actors... They will be quarantined together for several weeks afterwards to make sure that they're okay. And any mm. any scenes involving intimacy are being done with mannequins so that they don't have to worry about it. Well, so they've got mannequins of the entire cast. <laughs> they started doing that on a soap opera. Yeah. Uh, I want to say The Bold and the Beautiful or whatever it is. Yeah, that, that's, that's the one on. that's back. <laughs> yeah. They started doing uh, that there. Oh, I'm what? glad to hear like, like they, they, what do they do? Like these stiff-ass mannequins are humping. Well, they just you... hold two Barbies up to a camera and <laughs> make them kiss. All I can think of is Casa de mi Padre, um, <laughs> because every time there was a sex scene, inadvertently somebody would turn into a mannequin halfway through it, and <laughs> they were always. I mean, it's it's Will Ferrell's best movie, honestly, but. The, <laughs> But yeah, they, they they shot, I guess the next season of Riverdale is going to open with the graduation ceremony because they weren't able to shoot it before COVID. And so the audience is literally all mannequins. It's like 
hundreds of mannequins in the bleachers, and I, I, I just kinda horrifying. Can't... Everything is mannequins. No, I kind of can't wait. I look forward to that. <laughs> I uh, I hope that the actin uh, the mannequin actors are better at pantomiming the coffee in their coffee cups than the regular <laughs> actors are, because they're terrible at it on the CW shows. Right. Goddamn Starbucks. There's some weight there. Anyway, I won't get off on that those, again. Those cups are almost always empty. Always empty. And you're an actor. Fake that. Make it. Anyway. But I'm a CW actor, so well, our coffee's well, almost always empty. Um, I, I noticed on Instagram, Tom Holland is back um, shooting something. I don't know exactly oh, what Uncharted. it is. Uncharted. He's yeah, back shooting Uncharted. They're working on the uh, the alleged Uncharted movie. That Never was going to happen. That well, I guess they're shooting it now, but uh, probably here's, in another country where they were smart, yeah, you know, where they did stuff right. Yeah, this mm. is uh, this is uh, extraction update. Oh, you uh, extraction. extraction! Extraction! There you go. Extraction! Extraction! Because uh, the the Russo brothers, the directors, they they did extraction. Uh, well, they produced which, it. Well, they produced it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Joe and Anthony Russo getting back into the world of big-budget filmmaking, it says here. The duo will direct Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling in the Netflix action thriller The Gray Man. Uh, Joe Russo wrote the script. Um, also uh, with uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who worked on uh, the Avengers movies with him. Uh, they're going to be polishing it. Uh, the film is based on the 2009 novel that centers on, I love this name, Court Gentry. Ooh. What? Is that a place? I'm, I'm Court Gentry, a former CIA, CIA operative known as the Gray Man. Ah. Um, so I, that's I also heard it's going to be their most expensive film that they've ever made at Netflix. Oh, at, at Netflix. what did okay. they call yeah. that when they set money aside for that? Is that... Is it called a... Is what's it, it called? Uh, like all a saving. What's it called? All bets are off. Like a piggy bank? I watched, I watched the new show, Cursed, on the Netflix. Yeah. And I'll have to say the budget was through the roof. Oh, <laughs> that's the word. Mm, look at Greg, like he's been listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter um, but, of fact, I have. All I can so, say about the gray man things is when I first saw that headline, I thought it said the gay man and, you know, oh, Ryan well. Gosling and Chris Evans. It was just like, <laughs> I, I, like might yeah! start believing in, I might start believing in God again. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Ryan Gosling is Court Gentry, uh, who is hunted across the globe by former CIA colleague, not so cool a name, Lloyd Hansen. Lloyd! Lloyd. Oh, that, they were like, what's so you, the exact opposite? Obviously like FBI. Cool yeah, you, you've got court gentry. And then, CIA. And then Lloyd is going to chase him down. I'm, I'm Lloyd. I'm Lloyd Hansen. FBI. Court gentry. <laughs> anyway, that's Chris Evans is Lloyd Hansen. So there you go. That should be fun and budget filled. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, you're talking about movies just sitting on the shelf. And... I like, don't know. Like New I, Mutants. I'm New Mutants, exactly. Right. They're doing something on July 23rd this week. It's a virtual panel uh, during the uh, – it's it's San Diego Comic-Con online. I guess they realize that they can't charge for it, so it's going to be free uh, on their uh, YouTube channel. But they're going to do the New Mutants panel. <laughs> it's still scheduled for release on August 28th, but – 
Are they getting, I don't. Are they getting what? Maisie Williams out of the old folks home? I mean, I guess I, the cast is going to be like. Yeah, I can't remember what it's about anymore. It was I so don't long remember. ago. I believe I played a young man named uh, Cannonball. <laughs> uh, my, my little sister was caught in a coal mine and I developed the powers of sparkly legs. So it's a Ju- July 23rd at 2 p.m. for the Comic-Con YouTube panel about New Mutants. I'm hoping that when they do the panel, they say, here's the, here's the word, we're throwing it on Hulu. Please, I, I kind of hope that they schedule the it. panel and then right before the panel's about to start, they reschedule the panel. We're <laughs> <laughs> pushing it back to next week. That would be perfect. That would yeah, be they, absolutely perfect. They did put out a, some teaser footage, new teaser footage with that. Yeah. And Ooh, it looks good. It looks they good. They just might as well have released the whole movie now. Right. I right. Know. It's not like they I have mean, half, yeah. of, half of the internet to put it on. They should stick it on Disney Plus or Hulu and and just right. call it a day because, uh, although maybe people once you can go back to movies, but when will that be? You know what my theory uh, is you know. it, that it's actually amazing and they're afraid that they're going to be stuck with a franchise that they want to reboot. Ah, uh, that's a theory, right? That's a good theory. I like that. I, I hope you're right. Uh, <laughs> I'd like a good mutants movie. Uh, the, la- the last two. You're not going to get a good Mutants movie. You're going to get a new Mutants movie. (laughs) Speaking of which, it was weird um, because in my mind, uh, Disney and Marvel own the Mutants again, you know, uh, in my head. So it was weird when we were watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week when uh, Yo-Yo said, I'm an inhuman. And I went, oh, I forgot that that was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that show. Yeah. I, I, I started watching the new season and I'm so excited about it. I'm having such a good time, but I, I have a, um, what's the scientific name? Oh, snarky 20 year old in the house. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, um, I find that I have to sneak my stories and yeah, I really yeah. feel like I was I'm, like, I'm 15 hiding porn again. Right. Like I'm yeah. sneaking <laughs> off into the other room to watch my stories yeah. so that I don't get ridiculed. Yeah, so. that's uh, that's my wife. She's the snarky one who uh, I can't watch the shows. I can't. Daddy can't watch his stories with. God, Carrie, <laughs> should we get some environmental suits and a clear plastic divider, and we can watch stories together? I know, right? <laughs> uh, an update I'm, on I'm that. Lo- I'm loving this season of Shield. Fucking loving it. Oh it's yeah, so this, much this fun. season has been great. I, I don't want it to end, really. Last so I was I was wondering because um, I stopped after a couple of episodes last season and you know I just for some reason it just wasn't catching me. It, could you pick up the season without having watched the previous ones? I yeah. I, I haven't watched since the really lame Cree story arc in the future. You know the Cree that the was Cree, the last yeah. the Cree that had alopecia. His skin yeah. is turning white, and he was like, uh, I'm so scary. Look at me. I've got assassins. <laughs> he was scary. No. Greg, no. I'd say I'd say watch the season finale of, what is this, season seven now? So watch the season finale of season six. Okay. Because yeah. they, get, they get thrown into a timey-wimey situation. Mm. Well, it's just uh, been great. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's it's Doctor Who. Anyway, not um, not as uh, not, not as great as Star Girl, but Star Girl's pretty good still. I have to admit. Fuck. Well, so she she's gonna fight Solomon Grundy coming up. I, I saw. Oh, I yeah. remember Grundy, Grundy was in the pilot. I forgot. Yeah, he's he's in a yeah he's in like in a cage down. 
nice. in the basement nice. in the dragon uh, king's basement yeah nice. and uh oh i can't wait Hey, anyway. they've, they've hinted at uh, multiple bad guys that are just brains in jars on Doom Patrol, so um, mm. hopefully that's going to happen, because <laughs> I love me a brain in a jar. <laughs> 400 quat lose on the newcomer. Yeah, and then uh, it turns out that the uh, the running the running uh, motivation for um, uh, Mr. Nothing was that he had been replaced by a gorilla with a French accent, so... <laughs> oh, that's... That's Mr. Massad. Yeah, uh, yeah, Monsieur Mala. Monsieur Mala. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Give me, give me my cheesy DC. That's uh, really seriously. That's all. Yeah, I, need. I love. And who? And he was with that little. Uh, the brain. Fred, the brain. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The little they, robot. He had they were a, on. Uh, they were on Brave and the Bold. Yeah. When I watched. Yeah, and they yeah. were in love. They'd been in love for for decades. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was mostly done when the COVID hit. Let's get some um, mannequins and finish it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've still got some more stuff that they got to do uh, uh, post-production and all of that. Uh, WandaVision and Loki are allegedly going as planned uh, on no, I saw Disney+. Today. Plus. I saw today I WandaVision's about... delayed. WandaVision's delayed, that's right. Yeah, I saw Tom Kane tweet, retweeted it, and he said, you can still get the comic. <laughs> yes, true. And it's a great comic. Um, but uh, they found directors and showrunners, essentially, for Hawkeye. Oh, yes. Did they find a new Hawkeye? That's my question. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about that cat. Yeah, Is that I'm cat sorry. Cat? I was going to try to stop him. No, Greg, I'm just concerned. It sounds <laughs> well, so somebody, sad. Somebody save that peacock. <laughs> I'm so, it did. It sounded like... Oh, this is I the all... This is the all pet episode. <laughs> well, um, if if you listen to the Battlestar Galactic cast with Trisha Helfer, she she has like eight cats, seriously, yes. and they're always like fighting in the background. And mine just decided that he want it, he, he just picked up singing at some point yeah. and started to run around and howl. So well, nice. No, I was just yeah. concerned there. Right? Social distancing has been hard on all of us. But uh, the Hawkeye TV show, um, they've got. Uh, Directors Bert and Bertie. Those yeah, those cartoon are their, birds. Real. Those cartoon those are, birds on the on the Netflix. Those are their professional names: um, uh, Al, Amber Finlayson and Katie Elwood. Bert and Bertie. Uh, they they have helmed the Amazon coming of age comedy troupe Zero. Oh, and, and they have been so tapped, many ads for that. Tapped to captain a block of episodes for Hawkeye. Also, uh, Rise Thomas, a Saturday Night Live alum, who has uh, directed Staten Island Summer, and uh, oh, he's also directed John Mulaney in the Sack Lunch Bunch. <gasps> oh God! And Comrade <laughs> Detective. So I get the feeling they might be going for a little comedy. Yeah. The Hawkeye just show. a little comedy as it just should. give me the cast of the russian mobsters that's all i want yeah. to know i just want to know pizza dog is in it pizza, pizza dog, dog better be in it um but uh yeah i hope that they just take that matt fraction uh run on hawkeye and just do hey, it hey bro hey bro it hey, was bro. so good yeah. And the and the current Hawkeye title is actually pretty good as well. Well, Hawkeye's a great solo character, especially if you have a smart writer behind him. Uh, mm -hmm. That that Hawkeye run that Fraction did, I think, was amazing because it was funny and it was funny and it was funny. And then they had the issue where 
he was being uh, questioned for murdering an ambassador's son and the whole thing had been a cover-up because Captain America had actually killed the guy, but you can't have Captain America killing people, so they... Oh. So the government made it Hawkeye, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. cool. And Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Really well written. So they, got some, they got some good potential there with that show, even though Renner's a douche. Uh, <laughs> and, and my final two stories for this break is um, suddenly everybody wants to be in the comic book business. Yep. Oh, suddenly I, you can't produce TV shows and movies anymore. Now you want to make reedy books? I guess so. Uh, the first was uh, Universal Studios has decided that they need a comic book imprint. It's classic Universal Monsters, but in the funny books. Is it, I mean, is it just because, you know, like, well, Disney's got one and Warner has one, and so maybe we should? I don't know. Legendary but, has one. Yeah, but uh, it was in Variety. It's... Uh, NBC Universal won't publish the comics itself. It'll be turning to a third-party publisher to release the comics developed by by their division. Uh, that will start with a partnership with Boom Studios. Boom! Okay. They do good comics. So uh, there you go. I guess it's uh, you know all the Universal IPs. I guess will will get Boom's, comic books now. Boom's Planet of the Apes comics have been some of the best uh, franchise comics that I've read in the last five years. That's what I hear. They're so good. Uh, and then, uh, then there's this story. Uh, Keanu Reeves is writing comic books now. What? <laughs> well, he I mean, can he do does whatever he wants. Just let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, he does everything. So why not? Um, <laughs> Keanu Reeves uh, is a twelve issue series. Uh, oh, Kitty, I'm sorry. Twelve issue series created with co writer Matt Kint. Uh, it will be out monthly starting in October, published by Boom, which means, I guess, tangentially, Universal owns it. I don't know. No. Uh, here, so it's called, th- this is terrible, Berserker, uh, but it's, B-R- oh, hey. it's, it's B-R-Z-R-K-R. Is it that character from Clerks? <laughs> I love for you is like I, a truck berserker. like to make some truck berserker? <laughs> The main character. Okay, well, I I wasn't. Uh, I don't remember that, but here we go. All right, here's the character. Uh, I, see if this sounds familiar, and not from the movie Clerks. A warrior, who has walked a blood-soaked path across the world for centuries. In present day, the berserker does dangerous jobs for the U.S. government in exchange oh. for the truth about his existence. The character is also described as having. See if this sounds familiar. A good sense of humor as well as being fluent in multiple languages. Well, that's important. That's Keanu. That, that's him. Right. He, yeah. <laughs> and it even yeah. looks like him. If you see some of the artwork for it, it looks like him. I mean, they've, they've so drawn it. So they're storyboarding his next movie project. Essentially, yeah. I guess yeah. so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Reeves, focus, Reeves will focus on the action and the backstory of the characters. Uh, Kent says he's been able to bring... Uh, my fascination for history, conspiracies, and espionage into the mix. So I helped. It's not just Keanu Reeves. Uh, and I helped. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be October 7th that that will be available. Bazooka! And our protagonist owns a motorcycle company. <laughs> and he travels the world, making things right. There's and a whole it- issue of just berserkers sitting on a park bench, looking sad. Taking the taking the subway everywhere, an entire issue 
of just that. Well, Berserker's got to be careful about the environment because there's only one world for the Berserker. So he takes he takes the subway everywhere. Hello, ladies. Oh, hey, hey, old lady, you need a seat? Hi, I'm the Berserker. Let me give you my seat on the subway. <laughs> ladies? And uh, has anyone else been watching this Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix? Ooh, I Shannon saw, I has. I tried. I, I watched some. I watched some. It was depressing. It's, you know, it's... <laughs> Here's how you make it more fun is that you, uh, as you watch it, you get on your best Robert Stack impression and then narrate the show. That's now, what I did to make it fun. I, as I said, I forgot how unfulfilling that fucking show is. The well, it's unsolved. It's in the title. It's in the title. Yeah, I know, but you're like, fuck. You know, Shannon, I think we need to do Solved Mysteries as a Patreon segment. Solved Mysteries. I'm going to present mysteries to you, and then you'll tell me how they were solved, and then we'll go, where are your keys? Fuck, I don't know. You left them in the door. On Peacock. Peacock? On Peacock? Peacock. They've got the original Unsolved Mysteries. You can watch the old ones. With Robert Stack. Uh-huh. See, I just narrated the new ones, you know, saying things like, who in their right bloody mind would name their child Pistol? Yeah. I mean, yeah. why was that kid named Pistol? It's a fucking exactly. dumb name. Exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we're supposed to feel sorry for Pistol, but frankly, I think he's a dick after these. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know a, a kid named Cannon. Cannon? Yeah. Common Nick? Cannon. Cannon. His A first name. Nick. Nick Cannon. Yeah. Is he from Texas? His first Is name's he... Cannon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did his parents hate him? Mm. No, they love him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love the assurity that you hit that with. No, frankly, the parents that name that child Cannon, they love him dearly. They fucking love the shit out of him. The of their beings, they, they sing out They fucking love Cannon. that kid. Now, the I'm, kid that I know that's named Atreyu. Ah, he's a dick. He's a dick, he's, right? No, well, but uh, <laughs> well, only since he lost his horse in quicksand. Yeah, he's, he won't stop talking about that shit. Yeah. Oh, shut up on about and your, on and on. Yeah. Shut up about your goddamn uh, horse. Don't get me started on the Lake of Stench. <laughs> That's Labyrinth. All right, we'll take Whatever. a break. We'll, we'll be back <laughs> after these <laughs> messages. <laughs> we'll be right back. Right back. I got a tinkle. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's in the month of July, shall we? The Kree-Skrull War heats up this month in Marvel's Empire Summer Event. Follow your favorite heroes, Captain Marvel and Iron Man, as they try to stop the millennia-long intergalactic conflict from destroying the Earth. And continuing the uh, exciting sci-fi adventure started in Powers of X, uh, Marvel presents Ten of Swords. X-Men Ten of Swords will see ten mutants given legendary swords that they will use to battle for the future of mutant kind. Fantastic original storytelling by Hickman in the spirit of 2011's Fear Itself. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection is here to take care of your geeky needs. At Dr. Volt's, they pride themselves on entertaining you. Their knowledgeable staff will help you navigate their extensive collection of new books, back issues, uh, graphic novels, so you don't miss a single issue. They offer a comprehensive hold service. And to keep you safe, their staff are doing daily cleanings and 
are requiring each customer to wear a mask to shop in the store. They also offer curbside delivery and mail order service. And they hope to see you soon. Live long and prosper. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're back. Okay, I got a couple more news stories, and then and then I want to hear what you guys have been consuming these days. And uh, But before we get to the final news stories, can I just say, to the cast of 30 Rock... I hope they paid you well. Yes. I hope they paid you in gold. I hope they paid you so incredibly well because clearly your souls were extremely valuable. Yeah, I uh, I did not watch it, but I have heard it's like an ad for Peacock. It is a one-hour ad for NBC and Peacock. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but there were some funny moments in it too. There were, there were, but boy. Yeah, I watched the first half and I'm just like, Ugh, I could feel I my soul it. being crushed. I, I, mean, I just, oh no. I was just glad to see them all together ish again. I mean, they, they, they acknowledged that they had sold their souls at one point because Kenneth yes. was looking at the camera and doing a spiel about Peacock. And then there is an animation of Kenneth's soul leaving his body. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenneth, Kenneth, wait, see, that's too meta. Cause Kenneth's the devil. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Because I mean, Kenneth, least... if you watch 30 Rock enough, you'll realize every time they show old dance footage from the 50s, anything, Kenneth is fucking there. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth is timeless. Yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure I... at one point he bought somebody's soul. I think he's the devil. Is um, he the berserker? <laughs> he's the um, berserker. My favorite bit on there, though, is that he was playing his assistant. Yeah. Uh, yes. Kenneth, Kenneth Eld was playing his female assistant. In drag. <laughs> so well, because he's yeah. running NBC in the future, right? Yeah, he's yeah. running yeah. NBC. Yeah, uh, she's a lovely woman, Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, remember when we when we met him at Comic Con? Yes, Jack McBriar. That was for and the, the uh, what show was that with the it, it, the Insult Comic Dog Triumph Triumph? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's not. He's just playing himself on that show. Yeah. yeah. Remember he 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 was going to tell us a dirty joke and he was too embarrassed. <laughs> That's true. So so you're saying that they did with uh, Thirty Rock and Picock what they did to the A Team in 1982 when they had them come and do a special episode where they just talked about the cartoons that were premiering that weekend. Oh, I, but I was happy for that though. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I loved those but, as a kid. Um, my favorite thing that uh, Liz Lemon said, and I'm I'm gonna start using it. She goes, I, I never know what day it is, so I just call every day Blarg's Day. Blarg's Day. Blarg's Day it is. But, uh, I mean, there was a, about a half hour of it was, you know, maybe 22 minutes of it was the show, and it was funny, and it was great to see these, these people back playing the same characters. But then the rest of it, oh, my God. Oh, it, it was like so an infomercial. Angry. I mean, it was kind of self-aware that it's like, oh yeah, we're doing this, ha ha. But here we go. Yeah. But here well, we go. Uh, did you hear a bunch of affiliates refused to show it? Oh, really? Oh really? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of NBC affiliates refused to show it because they were like, well, it's, it's an, an ad for a competitor, basically for mm-hmm. Macaque. 
Yeah. And it's going to take, which is going to take viewers away from our affiliate. Yep. So they're like, fuck you. We're not showing it. Well, that's, so, that's yeah. an argument to be made, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but John Hamm was on 30 Rock occasionally, right? Oh, yeah. he's yeah. so funny. He was the guy in the pretty bubble. He was the, the surgeon that, mm-hmm. and she was dating him, and she thought, oh, He's so great. He's a surgeon. He's all these other things. But it turned out that he was extraordinarily dumb. He was just he so was good looking. Stupid. He was the guy that <laughs> he lost... just got everything handed to him because right. he was too yeah. petty. He lost his hands because when he was doing Doctors Without Borders, he got out recognize uh, the helicopter and recognized some people and waved at him with both hands <laughs> and so waved. His hands got chopped <laughs> off. Um, That's right. <laughs> That's right. I so, forgot. Yeah, and it turns out you know she she asked him. She was like. So you're you're really this dumb, but you're a surgeon. He's like, well, yeah, people always step in and fix it for me. So, um. <laughs> well, he's uh, John Hamm has found work. I know you'll be happy to hear this. Um, he is going to star in a reboot of Fletch. That works. Oh, I heard this. I'll I believe thought, it when it yeah. happens. But that mm. works. This one of those things has been talked about for a long time. Remember, yeah. Kevin Smith was going to do it, and Jason I underst- Lee was going to. Yeah, I understand your skepticism, Egg, but uh, this this has been kicking around for a while, and frankly, if they don't do it now, it might be too late. To I mean, because the the IP recognition for Fletch is it's starting forty to, years old. Yeah, it's starting to wane. Starting. Um, so. Uh, yeah, he will star as I Am Fletcher, the hotshot investigative reporter. It was played by Chevy Chase in 85. Now, everybody said to me, well, can can he do comedy? I said, well, yes, he can, but that's yeah. not the that's not what these books are about. And uh, the books, they do have some humor in them. But if you watch Fletch, I would say about 60% of Fletch's dialogue was ad-libbed by Chevy. Mm-hmm. Right. And and those are the quotable lines that we that we have. Um so I, I don't think that they're going to do a complete, you know, let's just plunk John Hamm down and make him do Chevy Chase stuff. Yeah, but he, he could be so funny. He can be He's, really, really funny. He can. He can. So funny. Uh, but uh, the latest uh, adaptation, uh, let's see, we got uh, Greg Matola, known for uh, Superbad and Arrested Development. He's set to direct. Uh, Zev Barrow is doing the screenplay. Uh, yeah, so Fletch is coming back. Finds himself in the middle of multiple murders, one of which has him as the prime suspect. Bah! Row, yeah. row. So, uh, John Hamm is hilarious on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. He really funny. So good. The Reverend. He, I also he thought can, he was yeah. really funny in Baby Driver. I mean, intense and, ser- and scary and terrifying and kind of yeah. sexy, but uh, mm-hmm. funny. Uh, well, then the he's, other. He's one of those. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's like he's one of those people that he can be incredibly good looking or he can just look like a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and he started out as an improviser, too. And so I, I just love when comedians are able to pivot to literally anything else because comedy is like one of the hardest things to do. Right. So they are able to pivot to horror or drama. And yeah. he mm-hmm. just does such a phenomenal job at that. Yeah, that's one of the things about Fletch is he's always switching characters, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see uh, Ham doing that. So Ham yeah. could probably pull that off. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, Isagi Yojimbo. Am I oh, saying oh, that this morning? The Samurai Rabbit. Samurai Rabbit. What Am a, I saying? What a Jeff Weiss's favorite comic books of all time. Yeah, and actually such a favorite of Eastman and Laird from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that they were able to use the character in uh, in the Turtles cartoons with the blessings of the creator in Japan. 
Yeah, I uh, I had a, a Usagi Yojimbo Ninja Turtles action figure yeah, for a while. Yeah, for Great yeah, toy. I, I sold it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so I heard about this and I went, oh, wonderful. We're getting a Usagi Yojimbo uh, animated series. So cool. So I thought, well, that's great. Who's and, doing uh, it? Well, it reports that Stan Sakai is going to produce the CG animated series. Uh, Stan Sakai is the guy who created it. Oh, wow. Uh, He's going to be doing it with uh, James Wan's uh, Atomic Monster Group. Uh, he will be uh, one of the executive producers, James Wan. And uh, it's titled Samurai Rabbit, the Yosagi Chronicles. The uh, show do you will... have a summary? The summary is, this is, the, this is kind of the bad news. It will not actually follow the titular Miyamoto Usagi, uh, the protagonist uh, Sakai first created back in 84. Instead, Samurai Rabbit will follow one of Usagi's descendants, a teenage rabbit named Yuichi, who uh, strives to become samurai-like uh, his legendary ancestor. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll give it a shot because he's in. He's got direct involvement, uh, right. Stan Sakai. Okay. So yeah, yeah. that's like my my new favorite show is literally my f new favorite show because the creator's directly involved, right? So, um, what is that? Well, we'll what talk about that? it when we get to the what we're talking about part. Oh, oh, oh okay. Jesus. Then Fuck let me just. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump in the line because I know Carrie has a carefully catered well, itinerary. Then let me do this last story, and we'll get to that line. Uh, this is uh, and now I need I need your help on this one because this sounds this plot sounds an awful lot like either a Twilight Zone or an Outer Limits. Um, it's it a, mis about a it's man mis who's cursed to hold a hundred candles for the rest of his life. <laughs> no, okay. it's called it's called Mister Harrigan's Phone. Uh, it's uh, Blumhouse and Ryan Murphy developing a film adaptation of Stephen King's short story, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, for Netflix. The story concerns a young boy who befriends an older billionaire after bonding over the man's first iPhone. When the man dies, the boy discovers that not everything dead is gone and finds himself able to communicate with his friend from the grave by leaving voicemails on the iPhone that was buried with him. Now, I love the plot, but then I got thinking about it. I think there's a Twilight Zone where the phone cable went into a woman's grave. And so the husband was able to speak with her or get phone calls from her. And uh, they found that the cable was went through, you know, it was like got buried accidentally or something like that. I'm trying to remember if it was a Twilight Zone or. That sounds familiar. Does it sound familiar, Egg? Yeah. Yeah. Both those stories sound stupid. <laughs> you, think, you remember how many episodes of Tales from the Dark Side ended up being from Stephen King? I mean, yeah. Oh, and it, and it, maybe it was a Tales from the Dark Side. Maybe it was that. But uh, it seems like Man, I've see, seen that show. I, but anyway, Tales from the Dark Side. I remember just watching the the credits when I was a kid. Oh yeah, that's freaky. Would shit. scare the shit out of me. Tales oh, yeah. from the Dark. Oh, okay. and it turned all black and white. You're like, fuck. So I think that episode. Here comes the monsters. I think that episode of Twilight Zone might have been called Night Call, and it was a Richard Matheson story. Mm. Um, Jacques, uh, trying to find it. A woman picks up the phone and hears nothing but moans from the other end, and it turns out that the receiver is is actually in somebody's grave. Yeah, yeah. See, I Stupid. thought I, I thought it sounded familiar, but yeah. we're using How did an that iPhone. Happened back then. We're using an iPhone this time. <laughs> That's so. stupid. Anyway, oh, all right, couldn't happen. 
Well, let's start with Lee then. Uh, what are you uh, consuming to make I, your, uh, your? I, I it's funny because last night I I went on a on a desperate. I wanted to watch uh, Shannon said I needed to watch Old Guard, so I was like trying to get. Yeah. It was Rachel's birthday, and so it's like, okay, Rachel doesn't want to watch Old Guard, even yeah. though the trailer looks kick-ass, but it wasn't what she was looking. She wanted light and fluffy, and this looks mm-hmm. a little less, pretty fluffy, but not quite as light. Mm-hmm. So we ended up watching Hotel Artemis, which is pretty light and fluffy, but I enjoyed the shit out of it because Jodie Foster was completely playing something unlike anything Jodie Foster's ever played. What, hmm. What's this show about? Hotel Artemis? Well, that's not even the show that I'm into. That's just the oh. segue. But Hotel Artemis... <laughs> Hotel Artemis takes place eight years in the future when uh, private privatized water corporations have made it so no one in L.A. can get water without paying for it. And mm. they privatized the police force. And Jodie Foster is this nurse that runs a hotel for assassins that uh, can get patched up. Right. So it's got a really good cast. It's it's a pretty entertaining show. But after that, I needed something as kind of like a mental floss. And I stumbled across Cursed which sounded familiar. And then when I started watching it, I realized why it was so familiar. Um, Cursed is based off of Frank Miller's latest work. Uh, he illustrated a book and it's an Arthurian side yes. story. So yes. it's, it's an evolution. It's kind of like uh, a pseudo prequel to the King Arthur story. Even though Arthur's in it, he doesn't know that he's King. He's still mm-hmm. this kid wandering around. And it's about a girl named Nimue who becomes uh, an enchanter and ends up being entrusted with the sword Excalibur to bring to Merlin. And so is she the lady in the lake? She, Nimue is one of the names of the lady of the lake. It's either Vivian oh. or Nimue in, in the old mythologies. But she has a shit ton of power and a shit ton of ability. And when she unsheathes Excalibur, she can like chop things in half. But what's wild is at one point she gives the sword to Arthur for a minute. So here's Arthur with the holy sword, right? And it's actually singing and making like weird mystical sounds while he's swinging it around. Like it's it's so well done. But the guy who wrote the book that Frank Miller illustrated is the showrunner for the for the show. So it's really really faithful to everything there. But on top of that, um, every time it transitions between scenes, it's animated Frank Miller art. So oh really? Go, yeah. So they'll oh. go from like one scene that'll be in a castle and then it'll transition to some cottage out in the middle of nowhere, but it's all done with like this really cool, really stark and contrasty black, white, and red Frank Miller animation. And I, what? I just love it. Is it from when Frank could, could still draw? It's, it's more recent looking like it's, it's his more re- recent style, but it's definitely got, uh, it's definitely got the old Frank Miller feel to it. But the lead, the woman playing Nimue is the, um, she was in Knives Out. She was the trust fund daughter. Oh yeah, that was that was yeah. Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, the one that was that was you know trying to her mom was trying to con everybody for money. Uh, she's so good in this, and it's it's great. Like it's it's got that kind of dangerous mythology to it. There's it's not happy King Arthur. Everything's tra la la. It's it's got an edge to it, and I'm I'm really digging it. So I'm gonna yeah. have to check that out because I love. Uh, King Arthur. Yeah, yeah and oh, and Merlin, it's hot Merlin. So Merlin's like hot 40, Merlin, you say? Yeah, he's like forty-five, yeah. and he's he's got a six-pack, and he's grizzled, and he's uh, he's a little crazy, and I just kind of I really dig it. Um, there's a Daddy scene Merlin, where, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> and there's a scene where he's just wandering around drunk. Uh, there's um, the 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 Catholic Church is very bad in this. They're they're the reason why we don't have fairies anymore because they went around crucifying all the fae folk. 
And uh, there's a scene where Merlin's just walking down this road of, of charred out crucifixes and he's just kicking them over and drinking. And it's gorgeous. Like, it's just so incredible. So, And it's called it, what again? Cursed. Cursed. Because the, the great sword, Excalibur, they haven't called it that yet, but you know damn well that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first time she draws it, it's in the middle of a rainstorm and the rain starts flying away from her. And it's just such a cool optical effect it's like nothing can touch who's ever holding the sword and uh the sword itself is cursed that's kind of the premise so um really really dig it and it's very very faithful to the book and um so well done again netflix thanks for (laughs) hearing me complain a couple weeks in a row and changing your habits jerks (laughs) i'm drinking to that anyway yeah (laughs) uh let's see anyone else uh shannon what are you uh uh well Lee touched on it. I was, uh, I watched uh, the Old Guard this week on yes, uh, Netflix, and I know exactly why you want me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it is so you're in your wheelhouse, dude. right? Yeah, well, because like, you know, okay, it's Highlander. So we both, yeah, we both love Highlander, right? Mm-hmm. And this is basic. It's not the same, but uh, it's a story. It's a what's her face, Charlize uh, Theron. So these are on uh, doing action once again. And what's great is <laughs> she was on uh, Stern, I guess, a couple uh, like last month talking shit on Steven Seagal. She's like, I could fucking kick his ass. <laughs> right. She's like all his movies now. He's just a fat guy fighting in slow motion. You know, um, <laughs> like she's totally into action now, which I think is cool. But this story is it's a uh, like a, a troop of mm-hmm. uh, immortal warriors it's based on the comic book by uh, greg rucka yeah and oh yeah and you could totally tell it's a rucka thing right yeah and um they find a new one anyway it is so like lee <laughs> you're gonna fucking spaz out like i did on this one it's just it's like five highlanders <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> oh, yeah. so so you're five a highlander highlanders too? Let's go. Let's go do some Highlander shit. Let's go. Exactly. So, but so they. Your they dog, all, I heard you liked Highlanders. <laughs> <laughs> um, they all, of course, carry like modern weaponry, but they also have like their traditional, uh, like, uh, like broadswords and things, like yeah. broadswords and shit like that that they have too. Um, and I love it. Like, you, it's one of those things where like they get fucking shot and they die. And then they come back to life. But I love the shit when bullets come out of people up and out of their heads yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> the action's great. The budget's pretty good. Oh, and, hey. um, okay. All right. And um, mm. I really think that they're going to try to make it into a franchise. Cool. They probably By are the going to make Yeah. The, it's, it's already received such notices that they're probably going to do a sequel. Well, Here's the, the way thing. that they ended it, I was like, yeah, eh, they're setting this up. And I think, I also read that that Mr. Gray, mm-hmm. uh, that they're trying to set that up as like a James Bond franchise too. Oh, okay. So, uh, um, if you like action, if you like Charlize, if you like Highlander, if you if you like Highland, if you want to see five Highlanders shooting each other, and <laughs> and uh, you know, but there's also just cool modern twists about like, oh, if people like this were discovered, this would happen. They'd hand mm-hmm. um, they'd hand it, it, them up. Yeah, it's um, it's a little long. Yep. It's two hours and five minutes long. Uh, but it's good. 
here, check here's it what, out. Lee, watch that goddamn movie. I'll watch yeah, it when, tonight. When we were watching it, I hit pause about three quarters of the way through, and I said, here's a challenge for you. Take any Tom Cruise movie, any Tom Cruise yeah. movie, and put, I mean any, put Charlize Theron in the role instead of Tom Cruise, and it's a better movie. Oh, right. hell yeah. Any yeah. movie. Pick it. Any oh. movie. <laughs> I rarely do this, though. All right. If you are on Netflix. Yes. And it suggests that you watch a movie called <laughs> An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn. Politely tell Netflix to go fuck themselves. What is that? It Okay. It's an alleged comedy. Alleged. Alleged comedy. Let me. So, and here's the cast. This is how I got tricked. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza. Oh, okay. Genius. All right. Jermaine Clement. All right. Genius. It's it's the Legion cast so far. <laughs> uh, Craig Robinson. Okay, also good, but not Colin. Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. Okay. And Matt Berry. All right. That's a pretty good cast. Yeah. Right. Okay, and then a bunch of other fuckers. Um, it is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> okay, it's like it's like if David Lynch tried to make a comedy. He did. Okay, it, it's like if it was a, if it was a comedy set in the suburbs of Eraserheadville. Okay, it is. Where just, can I watch this? It's on. Ne don't. First of all. It's over two hours fucking long, right? Oh, boy. It's dry as fuck and just weird. We and, like, I... Wait, did you watch I the was whole just thing? Like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting there. I'm watching it. And I kept pausing it. I'd walk outside to Jen. I'd go, this fucking movie. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not really laughing. I'm just sitting there watching it and, like, puzzled. And puzzled, you know, and, uh, and I'm like, but I can't turn it off. She goes, well, it sounds like you don't like it. I'm like, I don't. But I got to finish think, it. I've come this I, far. And I am a finisher, right? Always like, have been. Yeah. That, that's why, like, I've seen, um, like, white chicks all the way through. <laughs> oh. I'll oh, finish wow. anything. You know what I mean? Shannon, and, I, just, I just realized you can't watch Hotel Artemis. Why? It's got the thing you don't like in movies. What? Head squishing. Oh, I'll just turn away. You remember when we watched that uh, movie in the carpenter that where that where the carpenter squished that lady's head in the, in the vice like in the workshop? Yeah, and you're yeah, like, I don't... oh, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta stop uh, the carpenter. So... Jeff, that Jeff Fahey's freaking me out. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this is so fucking stupid, right? And um, so finally, I pause it again and I look, and there's another hour. <laughs> One more hour. That's the other thing. It's super fucking long, right? What's this thing called? It's called An Evening with Beverly Lynn Luff. Okay. Don't. Just don't. All right. Don't okay. do Thank it. Thank you. Uh, Rebecca, what are you uh, What are you consuming? Garbage. Honestly, I've spent all <laughs> week watching uh, the first couple of seasons of Married at First Sight, because those are all on Hulu, and the new season started, so been watching the new season and then going back and currently i'm on season three so it's got the show with that guy that looks like he's squished 
<laughs> no, that's that's a different one. That's ninety day fiance. Yeah, that's okay. ninety day fiance. <laughs> he looks like his he looks like gravity is really affecting him. Yeah, he looks like just like a big thumb. Hey, have you, have you ever tried to come back to Earth after being in space for years? It's not easy on the body. You would know. That's like what blobfish look like when you pull them up from. Yeah. But that's that's unfortunately, that's all I've been watching this week. That's everything, huh? Okay. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, what about you, Egg? What are you uh, consuming? Do you like German murder thrillers? Yes. Do I? Do With I? time travel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dark on Netflix. Dark is oh, fantastic. You, yeah, season three Let finally came out, and but don't watch the English version. No, watch it in the German. Watch it in German. And it's oh, one of those man. shows I have to be in the mood for, yeah. and I have to have like a good block of time because I can't watch just one. It's really good, and it's really yeah. grim. Like there's, you can tell you're definitely watching German science fiction because there's nothing, there's nothing happy <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. Just like, and now everything <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I mean, season three, final season. They're fi- it's finally starting to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it, it's actually starting to make sense. So, yeah. no, it's, oh, it's, it is it's so good. good. Do they ever right. just go aunts, aunts, aunts? No. Oh, no. that was such a no. Oh. no they're <laughs> not. They're not afraid to imperil the children. Yeah. No, I mean it starts with them finding a dead child in the woods. And, yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's a, uh, chi- a child who vanished like thirty some odd years before. Yeah, it's got the time Ooh. travel and the weirdness and the atmosphere. And you know, we watched it in English for about fifteen minutes, and we're like, "This no. English, this English version is horrible." So we put it in German. And we're like, "Ah, yeah, makes more sense." See, that's how I felt about um, the platform because the platform was originally a, it's a Spanish movie, but I watched, I started to watch the English dub, and I'm like, "Oh, terrible! Go back yeah. to take me back to I will read this one." <laughs> No, no, dark. Yeah, it's like I I can't be drunk. You got to be paying attention. Yep. All right, Uh, Grant. What are you? uh, What are you consuming? About all I've had time for recently is um, Hollywood on Netflix. I want to watch that. Yeah, I watched that. Watch the first four episodes. So, I mean, the cast is tremendous, and like the look and feel of it is great. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's. It's an interesting story. It's all right, but it's just fun. It's uh, now this is the one where uh, they they're running a uh, out of a gas station. They're running mm-hmm. uh, male prostitute. That's based on a true uh, thing. That gas station yes, actually existed in in Hollywood. Well, one of the characters is is Rock Hudson, and it's him yeah. getting his break. And that that particular sequence is is actually kind of breathtaking. Because well, what Ryan Murphy decided he was going to do is you know because he he always hears about Hollywood's liberal agenda, uh. and uh, so he thought to himself, what if we actually did use our liberal agenda to make things better? And so that's where the story starts is at that uh, gas station. And it goes to, you know, what if Rock Hudson was out? Right. Uh, what if uh, this uh, actress got her due? This uh, 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 a woman of a woman of color uh, got her due uh, as as a proper lead in films. You know, what would happen if you know uh, if if Hollywood in fact used its liberal agenda for good? And so that's where the show kind of, it starts in reality, and then it kind of goes off into this world that I wish we lived in. That's kind of mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I well, it's and, real pretty to look at. Say, and yeah, just, and you've got. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Shane. No, I was just say, Greg. I'm just confused. You said all you've had time to do is. Are you doing things? 
Yeah, uh, work has just been crazy, crazy busy. Oh, so, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wish I could be binge watching everything, but you know, I I'm very grateful to be gainfully employed, so I I won't bitch about that too much. Yeah, I was gonna say I just I remember doing things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but the cast in Hollywood is fantastic. I mean, Rob Reiner is great. Yeah, Dylan yeah. McDermott. McDermott. Oh, yeah, they're all. Oh, they're yeah, it's all good. a Ryan it, Murphy. You got that McDermott in there. It's that yeah. Ryan Murphy cast, essentially. Right. It's, you know, it's right. his, oh, okay. But there's yeah. check Patty Lupone. There is a yeah. look to it that is. I mean, it's it's old Hollywood, right? So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 40s. gorgeous. And since Hollywood really hasn't changed since then, it's not that hard to find good shooting locations for it. But yeah, it it looks yeah. great. Anyway. Yeah, and, um, and the old cars in it are gorgeous. I'm just dying yes. over them. Well, I you, love those old cars. Oh, yeah, you me would. too. That's, that's like porn for you, Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Carrie. <laughs> yes. I, started, I, was, I watched that Padma Lakshmi show on Hulu. Yes. yes. So good. That it's, one's uh, really good. It's really good. Uh, it's about uh, American food. It's called Taste the yeah. Nation. And it's uh, about how there is no such thing as American food. Uh, except for the I, last I episode, so yeah. Except for the last episode, then you discover what true American food is. Green the Hawaiian episode. Salt. Uh, basically, it's uh, uh, nut, nuts and berries and stuff out in the desert that the Native Americans used to eat. Oh, that wasn't and the last episode, it, wasn't it? No, there've been a, two since then. Has there? Oh, they've been the adding last one more. Was Hawaii. I thought it was done. Oh, okay. Oh, there must be new episodes still <laughs> coming out. Yeah. There must be new ones. Uh, yeah, that's oh, my girlfriend. What a surprise. Yeah. Oh. She's not returning my text, so she didn't tell me that. <laughs> that's the, the restraining order. I keep telling you this. back. <laughs> All right. She, she was on Match Game, and I, I, I oh, can't yeah. tell if she was very drunk or not. But No, <laughs> here's a funny story about that. I was watching that game, and she was on it, and I text <laughs> Carrie. I'm like, hey. Your girlfriend's on a, a match game. And he goes, and I think he was drunk for sure. And he goes, <laughs> for sure. And he, and he sends me a text back to like something like, like, I don't know where the fuck my girlfriend is. <laughs> of course I know where she is. She's my girlfriend. You idiot. I've got tabs on her at all times. I was like, fuck, Jen, look at that. God damn. <laughs> all right, Mr. B, if you would, please. So, you guys, I got a huge announcement. Okay. This is a big deal. Okay. I am reuniting the living, still living cast of MASH. <laughs> and we're going to do a one hour infomercial presenting ham. <laughs> I'll watch it. Alan Alden's a vegetarian. Yeah, but he, he's going to be like, the ham was a baby. It's going to be fucking good. 